This is Mike Edelhart, and I'm here with another edition of Inception, our podcast about beginnings, the beginnings of companies, of new ideas in tech and science, new uh, careers, and sometimes, and I think this will be the case today, uh, even a little bit of a look into the future. And uh, today, uh, I'm here from San Francisco with Oded Kraft, who's in Tel Aviv. Where are you? Uh, Haifa. Haifa, Mike. Okay, in Haifa in Israel, still a long way away. Great to uh, have a chance to talk. So your company, Gray Matter, we should start here by having you describe just what it is you guys are doing. So our company, Gray Matters, uh, is based on, on the science uh, that was established, created by Professor Talma Hendler, who is a psychiatrist and neuroscientist for more than uh, three decades now. Some background about the science behind it, and then I'll get gradually into the company itself. So thanks to uh, recent advances in neurosciences, we understand the underlying biological basis for various mental disorders. And uh, it's becoming more and more evident that specific mental disorders are associated with changes in the brain's uh, functionality or function. In other words, there are organic changes to specific regions of the brain that lead to psychiatric disorders. So, for example, findings indicate that uh, relative to healthy individuals, folks with, who are living with PTSD have an increased amygdala uh, activity in response to external stimuli. It's also been found that the connectivity of the amygdala to uh, the prefrontal cortex is different when living with this disorder. So this suggests the traumatic event causes some neuroplastic changes within the brain, and theoretically, it then may be possible to reverse them. In another set of studies, what has been demonstrated through uh, neurofeedback based on fMRI, and maybe I should explain neurofeedback and fMRI a little bit. And actually, just to make sure everybody's with us, it's probably a good idea to explain what the amygdala is too. Um, So the amygdala is a part of the limbic system, which is sort of the emotional regulation system within the brain. In psychology, it's been referred to sometimes as the negative balance system, the way by which we respond to negative emotions, all those, well, unhappy thoughts. The, uh, in popular science, it's the fight, flight, freeze, right. fall response right. associated with the amygdala. Right. And think of it this way. Think of it as somebody living with PTSD or depression and the like, uh, it's just simply always on. Okay? And that's why we, we are seeing that elevated response to external stimuli. And if we could only train that individual to downregulate the amygdala, that would be great. And now I'm getting to, to fMRI. So fMRI, or functional magnetic resonance imaging, is a diagnostic imaging, which is used to track, measure the hemodynamic changes within specific organs of the body, meaning the blood flow. And this is the golden standard for imaging different brain regions. Neurofeedback is a form of biofeedback, which means it's a way to present a person with the activity of a specific region of the brain and train them through the use of audio or audiovisual interfaces how to down or upregulate those activities. Now, fMRI neurofeedback, while you know, it seems to be great, there are uh, severe 
or huge economical problems with it because these machines are very expensive, not just to acquire, but also to, to operate. And so that's why it's not uh, used on a wide scale. On the other end, there's another modality, uh, EEG, electroencephalogram, which measures the electrical activity of the brain superficially, right, on the skull. Today, it's being used for diagnosis, mostly different disorders, but it's not really used as a, uh, a therapeutic tool other than, other than in neurofeedback, which is based on EEG. The, the problem there is that EEG does not have the spatial resolution to see within the brain, especially when we talk about the amygdala being a deeply located uh, structure. So EEG does not have the spatial resolution. It does have the temporal one. Okay, so now you have this either or, and neither one is good enough to be used on a mass scale. Now, what Talma, Professor Handler, and her team have been able to do is to bridge between the two or marry the two. What they've done is they've conducted a series of simultaneous acquisitions of EEG and FRI on a few dozens of, of subjects, and then they used uh, advanced statistical methods to register the two, meaning find the features of the EEG that would predict the behavior of the fMRI of the amygdala, which is the golden standard, okay? So now we have the surrogate. Now we can use the EEG signal processed with this unique algorithm to replace or serve as a repla replacement for the fMRI both signal in a neurofeedback setting. Imagine sitting, the interface we have right now is something very similar to the conversation that, that we're having. I'm sitting in front of a, of a laptop, I'm connected to one active electrode. That electrode signal is being processed on this laptop, and it's used to control the interface in front of me, okay? It's a virtual digital interface. Uh, so, for example, if you were a digital avatar and my amygdala would be, well, uh, hyperactive right now, you, you would be yelling, okay? And my job, my task, would be to downregulate my amygdala, meaning finding that mental strategy that would you know, lower its activity so that you would relax and enjoy a cup of coffee, okay? That would be true even if I weren't really sensing it. So with the amygdala, it's not like you're pricking your finger or something. It's just this feedback loop. In other words, I'm doing things almost randomly, but I can see through the interface that whatever I just did a second ago, that figure slowed down. In that way, you can cause your brain to change operation even if you aren't consciously aware of exactly mm -hmm. what you're doing. You got it. And it's like, you know, your question just a few minutes ago, what is the amygdala? Most people don't, most of us don't know we have one, let alone how to down or upregulate it. We don't have those sensors within the brain. And that's where technology can come and, and uh, help us. Uh, so that's essentially what we do. Is it fair to say that through these techniques, and, and this is essentially all on the phone, right? I'm looking at this on a phone, on a computer, uh, an interface on my own, not in the hospital, not a million dollar device, and mm -hmm. to train my brain so that I can mitigate, I might even be able to avoid, say, a PTSD episode. Exactly. So we, can, so we can use this technology in two different ways. Uh, actually, I don't like to call it technology. We can use this solution in two very different ways. We can use it, one, to treat people who are living with PTSD, train them on how to downregulate the amygdala and avoid the appearance of symptoms in the future. The other is uh, prevention. Talma and her team, through uh, funding of the US DOD, have conducted a study uh, involving 180 uh, soldiers during boot camp 
a very stressful time. They've been divided into three groups. One group uh, has been trained with our method. The other group has been trained with Theta Alpha Neurofeedback, which is essentially a sort of relaxation technique. Uh, I don't want to call it meditation, but close to that. And the third group was a no-intervention control group. And what we've seen across the three weeks of the study, uh, the before and after, so the no-intervention group, as you can expect, their stress levels have gone up. I mean, it's boot camp. What do you expect, right? They don't sleep too much, very stressful times, and it's hot, it's in the desert. And the uh, relaxation group, there was no significant difference in their stress levels before and after, which is great. You know, so relaxation techniques do work. The thing is that with our training, their stress levels actually went down by 20-25%. We are now thinking of how to take this further. We actually uh, have some thoughts about uh, using this for the benefit of first responders, especially in this day and age, uh, when they are under extreme pressures. Yeah, and you know, here in the U.S., I presume it's true in Israel as well, frontline medical workers, even before COVID, emergency room uh, workers and first responders in disasters uh, were yep. showing similar psychological states, stress states, to soldiers under fire. The other thing that really struck us, a number of things struck us about you guys. One is that this is pretty remarkable. You're talking about Thank you. Home with your phone, uh, keeping yourself healthy uh, through your own volition, training your own body to be more supple in a way, uh, your own brain to be more supple. The other was that these effects uh, appear to be kind of dramatically long-lived. It appeared that these effects done right can last for months. Yeah. You know, we keep on talking about the fact that we can use the EEG with our algorithm as sort of a replacement for this application instead of an fMRI, uh, because we can uh, change the way that the amygdala functions. And indeed, in studies that have been published, uh, what we see is that folks that have been trained with our technology, upon being asked to downregulate their amygdala during an fMRI scan, they're able to do so, okay, as opposed to the control groups. So we're seeing this target engagement. It's semi-science fiction to me. I did imaging in the past, uh, as you know. Uh, I worked for G Healthcare, nuclear medicine, PET-CT applications, and we were looking at the modalities, CT, PET, nuclear medicine, fMRI, as a diagnostic modality. I mean, that's what it was. And here yeah. we are. We're using a diagnostic modality as a therapeutic one. I think it's cool. I think and, it's really cool. And it's that, you know, that Alan Turing quote, any technology sufficiently advanced becomes indistinguishable from magic. So where does this go? Uh, a PTSD response is a great thing because it's uh, something that hits populations that are uh, important and that serve mm-hmm. the common wheel and all. But where does this go beyond that? So our, our immediate plan is to focus on PTSD, and uh, it's very difficult to focus, but uh, I think we do okay there. I'm saying it's difficult to focus because even when we talk about the amygdala, as you, I guess, just uh, indicated, there are multiple disorders that are associated with hyperactive amygdala. Uh, we're working with a researcher, uh, beginning to work with a researcher on MDD, on a major depression disorder, uh, and the amygdala. We have uh, some preliminary good indications on um, borderline personality disorder and additional ones as well. So we're gradually looking to expand our portfolio to amygdala-related disorders. and then we already have the ability to uh, target other brain regions, uh, which could address both 
these disorders that I just mentioned, but also additional ones and additional indications in the future, not necessarily confined to mental health. So uh, we need to be very cautious here because you, you, you know what happens to young startups when we want to do right. um, everything at once and right. tomorrow. But um, I, I think that's, we know better than this. And the other side is we're a data company. We have some very clever algorithm and, and data people on the team. There's a lot that we have on our plate that we can do with all the data that we have gathered uh, throughout the clinical studies and plan together in the future to achieve that extra edge. And so do you think it's fair to say to people listening that we're looking through you guys at the beginning of a whole new set of uh, possibilities for folks to basically be able on their own to train their brains? I I believe so. Um, Look, mental health is not really a blue ocean, but it's only been recent that we see this surge of technology starting to look and starting to provide solutions. We're very happy with different advances that we see in this market right now with paratherapeutics and with Achille because it paves the way and it creates more and more attention. I believe no one company can change a market which has not been using too much technology for any time. And, and I think the right way to move forward is through the hands of the mental health professionals. They are the ones who are in charge. They know what they're doing. Right now, they have specific tools, mostly psychotherapy and pharmacotherapy. If you talk about PTSD, then there are specific methods that are used for that specific disorders. But what we're seeing is that we can enhance this. And uh, we see our way moving forward as an, as an adjunct to the current therapies in a way that could get uh, better results. Uh, higher efficacy, and by the way, up until now, we've had no uh, side effects. Kind of remarkable. So folks might be curious listening to us, when will I see this? When can I get this? When will I Um, for an appointment and my practitioner or my brother's practitioner will say, I've got something new we ought to try? So I'll uh, I'll start from what I know and what I'm guessing, because, you know, uh, neither of us is is a prophet. Just uh, earlier this week, we've had our first uh, product integration. Uh, so we've been using a prototype for the clinical studies up until now. And with, uh, when we uh, did the raise, we uh, started to do everything according to 21 CFR and all of the required procedures. Just earlier this week, we've had our first integration and it's working. Our plan is to uh, go out on clinical studies uh, later this year using the product um, developed by the company. Uh, and then later next year approach the uh, the FDA. Understood. Look forward to working alongside you through that stage and hopefully seeing this in the hands of people soon. Great to see you. you terrific to uh, have a chance to uh, uh, work with you guys. And uh, we think what you're doing is quite remarkable. Thank you. And we're very glad that you're with us. And uh, thank you for your support up until now. It's uh, It's good. It's really helpful. Talk soon. Cheers.